Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Great People Show. I'm your host, J.J. White, and in The Great People Studio, the boiling, it is freaking hot in here. It is hot in here. The hot Great People's, it's hot, is James Muncy. Welcome, James. Morning, friend. How well, you doing? Welcome back. Clearly, summer's not over, at least not in here. No, no, it is. A little steamy. Uh, I'm getting sweaty. I'm glad I wore practically nothing in the studio. Yeah, well, it's uh, your box- my summer gear. Nice boxers, Thank by you. The way. I appreciate it. Those aren't boxers. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Thanks, everyone, for being here, wherever you're listening to us right now. Facebook Live, maybe after the show on the podcast. We're, we're on a new frequency in Richmond here on live radio. 92.7 was 97. We just took five off, yeah, and now we're at ninety-two point seven here. WNTW. In WNTW, thanks for being here and allowing us to be part of your journey called life. You can get every show we ever do on our website at greatpeopleshow.com. And why are we here? Well, every show we deliver to you, the listener, the insights and inspiration, because we need both, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you can. I know a lot of people just read a ton of books, they go to a bunch of classes, and they get tons of insights, right? But they don't really do anything with it, and I. That's the void that we feel here is the inspiration and the really practical tools to help you be better in your relationships. You have to be better yourself, but you also have to be better for your relationship. You can't just be better for yourself. That's almost almost useless. Yeah. You have to be better for the people around you. So thanks for being here. Um, you know, James, enough about enough about me. Let's talk about me some more. <laughs> Let's talk about me in the show some more. Just kidding. Seriously. Uh, we're gonna talk about bragging today. Yeah. Do yeah you, I'm excited about do you, this. Do you brag? Are you a bragger? I, I probably, I probably <laughs> brag a little bit. I, I think a little do. bragging is is helpful. You know, if you don't uh, if you don't toot your own horn, who's going to do it for you, right? That's a good. That's a good statement. Um, yeah, that's that's one of the challenges we're gonna we're gonna address today. There's going to be a very sharp double edged sword on today's show. We're going to talk about how do you handle people that brag too much, and how do you watch out for yourself, making sure that you're not doing it too much? We do live in a society where we have to do it some. Correct. But there is a fine line with that. There is. There is. And I'm, I'm excited to talk about it because, you know, some people are, we get people on all extremes of bragging, right? There are a right. lot of people who brag constantly and drive us crazy. <laughs> and then there are people who are so humble that and so self-conscious about not bragging that they probably sell themselves a little bit short because they refuse Mm -hmm. to talk about themselves Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you're in that extreme, there's a tendency for people not to find out all the great things about you. It's a a tough line to, 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 to tow. And and I got to tell you folks, the reason I was inspired to even do this topic is just in the last couple of weeks, I've been surrounded by so many people that won't quit bragging. I was like, I got to talk about this Mm because it's really getting under my skin. Mm -hmm. And I'm noticing it more and more. I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just the people that I'm tend to hang out with, but it's it's really I'm getting to a boiling point with it where I'm just going to lose it on somebody that won't stop bragging. It's gonna be one of those movie scenes where literally someone just loses their mind. And fortunately, as I was sitting down preparing for the show, I came out with a really good set of tools to not do that. I'm gonna have to live by that too. Good, uh, because it seems like it just maybe maybe it's just again maybe it's just me, but we're surrounded by people that are okay. 
things are good right now. The economy is good. Yep. Um, people, uh, income is going up, debts going up too, but you know, which means people have more things. I think people are becoming so comfortable with what they have and who they are that they're now giving the freedom to start comparing themselves to other people or flaunt it if you got it, what, whatever that is. There's this innate part of us where we feel like not everybody, I, don't, I mean, maybe we all do, but certain people take it to an extreme where we feel like we're in competition. Yeah. And we've talked about social media a million and a half times here on the show. Certainly that's been a contributor to this. But whenever you get to the point where you feel like you have a lot, maybe have it all or do it all, or accomplished it all, or at least accomplished a lot of your goals, and there's just not as much struggle in your life, we start to reach outside of ourselves for validation because we don't, we, we can't seem to do it for ourselves anymore. Mm -hmm. And part of that validation is saying, Hey, look at me, look what I got. Because no one's, I I don't know about you, James, but no one is walking around me constantly going, man, you, you're really successful. You're doing a really good job. Like I'm not getting that. So bragging is, is fishing, yeah. is, is, is a fishing expedition is what you're doing in your relationships. And especially for someone like you, we talked about this just last week, how business owners don't get generally any pats. You don't have a boss to tell you how great you're doing. Yeah. And so yeah. we see a lot of entrepreneurs who brag a lot because they, they don't get that gratification from any sort of senior folks at work. Yeah. And I think it's like that anywhere in your life. You don't even have to be a business owner to be trapped into that feeling of I'm not getting enough moral support from the people around me. So let me go out and try to get it. Right. And so we literally are, are creating something outside of ourselves so that other people can look at it. Yeah. Happens, happens all the time. And again, it's that line that we have to be careful about crossing. I mean, when we go in, I was thinking on the drive-in today, when we go in for a job interview, right, perfect opportunity to sit there and brag about ourselves, hopefully yeah. not in an arrogant or cocky way, but, I mean, you're telling this person who usually doesn't know you about why they should hire you, why are you so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, people brag a lot when they're trying to make friends. Yep. They meet somebody new, they're trying to establish some level of credibility or let them know that they're not, you know, some some idiot that, that just rolled off the street. Yep. We have all different reasons for doing it. And then there are some people who just have very low self-images or low self-esteem yeah. who have to brag in order, and sometimes it's even lies, like bragging oh, yeah. to the extreme. And that's that's what gets me. And, and that person with low self-esteem will also say nothing. Mm-hmm. Like that same person in two different costumes, two different people, one will brag so much They can't even think about talking about someone else other than themselves. And the other person will never say anything about themselves because they're so insecure. You you almost know exactly what you're getting whenever someone never talks about themselves. I don't know. Like, what's the difference between being uh, insecure and secure? Because both of those can look the same and humble. Because I know people that are just so humble. They just like, no, no, you don't don't want to hear, hear from me. But it's hard to survive, especially in the business world, if you, um, if you don't do a little humble brag, that's a word that we're going to talk about today is humble yes. brag. Humble brag is humble one of bragging. my biggest pet peeves <laughs> in the world. I there is, brag. there is nothing worse than a Facebook post that says, 
I am so humbled right. to have just been recognized and then brag about whatever you are so Wait, humbled about. Didn't I do that Sunday when I got that, that father figure award thingy? I, I don't I mean, was I that wasn't, hum, was that humble bragging? I, it might have I been. I mean me putting that on social media. We're gonna get You know why it wasn't? Because I wasn't being very humble. I was just straight up bragging. Yeah. So if you're gonna brag, then say, Hey guys, I'm excited I won this. Don't say I am humble to right. let me tell you how great I am. We're gonna let our sponsors tell us how great they are. Sounds like a we're plan. gonna head on we're gonna head on to a break. So don't go away, folks. You're listening to the Great People Show. The Great People Show will be right back. Now back to the Great People Show. Welcome back. So we've been talking about bragging today, and we were just saying before the break that too much bragging is, Mm -hmm. I mean, one of your biggest pet peeves, drives us all crazy. It tends to cause people to be disliked. But what if I were to tell you that there is an example of where extreme bragging has been a game changer in somebody's career? Yeah, I'd love to hear about it. So I'm going to play a quick clip here uh, and uh, with some bragging, and then uh, and then I'd love to get your thoughts. Got it. I say not in a braggadocious way. Obviously, I'm doing pretty well. I'm number one in every polls by a lot. I've made billions and billions of dollars. Everything I've done virtually has been a tremendous success. I made a tremendous amount of money in Atlantic City. I'm a businessman. Did really well. Wow. Really well. And I can do that. And I'm not sure that anybody else in the group will be able to do that. I never went bankrupt, by the way. As you know, everybody knows. People are very, very impressed with what I've done to business people. I went to number one, and you went down the tubes. I promise. If I wanted it, I would have gotten it. I could have double and triple what he's got. I've turned down last week $5 million. I would get along with a lot of the world leaders. Nobody has control of me other than the people of this country. I will take care of women. I respect women. I don't think you'd even be talking about illegal immigration if it weren't for me. She can't run any of my companies. That I can tell you. (laughs) I've made over $10 billion. I will have the finest team that anybody's put together. I will know more about this. Mr. Trump. Humble. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. All right. So we fade that out. So I don't get it. I mean, is that bragging? I mean, (laughs) I'm not sure. You tell me. So I was thinking about actually this. I was thinking about him and this topic just this morning. I mean, as soon as we decided on this topic, Donald Trump was immediately who you have came to, to mind. You have to be. And he's broken all the rules. And it's not just when he ran for president and since he's been president. It's been all through his career. You can go back and watch interviews with him mm-hmm. in the early 80s, and he's exactly the same. Mm-hmm. His entire image has his been— brand. His it's brand. His brand is mm-hmm. him bragging, and mm-hmm. it got him all the way to the White House. And why has it worked for him? Well, don't you think that also contributes— Con, what that's one of the contributing factors to why so many people hate him because mm-hmm. of that. Maybe it's the same, the same feeling I get when other people brag. So let's, let's throw this thing into context because this is important for our listeners. Have you ever met a humble president of the United States? How many humble, incredibly popular CEOs have you ever met? There's always ego attached to that. There's a couple exceptions out there, yeah. but it's almost society rewards bragging at a high level of society it's almost like you cannot humble your way into these positions it's physically impossible to run for political office without talking about how awesome you are 
Mm-hmm. Like it's an oxymoron to put those things together. I wish it wasn't like that, James, but that's just the reality of the situation. It's the way society is. Clearly, Trump was rewarded for that bragging. I, I mean, absolutely. he won. He won. And, I, you know, that, that's not a, that is not a political statement other than the fact that you may have just triggered thousands of people <laughs> by playing that on our on our show today. I, I don't know. In fact, all the viewers are gone from Facebook. They just <laughs> there's there's no number there anymore. So so how do you balance this in your, in your life? Yeah. I mean, if you want a certain level of success professionally, whatever you go out on, on a date with somebody, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're in that zone of life where maybe you want to get married. Yep. You're at that age and that's something you'd like to accomplish. So what if your potential significant other, whoever you're dating is not really asking you questions about what you've done and who you are and what you're all about. At what point do you have to start telling your story? What's the difference between telling your story and bragging? Is it words? Is it tone? Is it context? Just last night, I went to a networking event. And for all CEOs, there's about 30 people in the room. You can't help but to ask yourself, tell me about, tell me about you. Tell me about your business. That's clear. You know, you've been, you've been given clearance to take off at that point. But, oh, go ahead. You're no, going. no, go ahead. But. How you manage that situation in that conversation will determine how someone feels about you and sees about you, or they can't get enough of themselves. You know, just to answer the question, tell me about you, tell me what you do, don't try to impress me. I think that's, that's a, a key factor there is don't try to, just don't try to impress people. Just stick to the facts and be real. I agree. I agree 100%. And you know, asking where that line is, when it's okay, when it's not okay. I mean, I think the best indicator of where the line is, is whether the person that you are talking with is genuinely interested in hearing mm-hmm. you talk about yourself and, and yeah. you know, bragging, talking about yourself is not necessarily bragging. Sometimes it's just a cool story. Sometimes it's just interesting stuff that that I, I don't know if taking out a context could mm-hmm. be considered bragging. I mean, bragging is is what you just heard. I right. mean that 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 clip with with Trump. I mean, again, that's that's the extreme. I mean, just where somebody is going absolutely out of their way. That last that last uh, clip where he said "humble" yeah. was during one of the presidential debates. By the way, when uh, the moderator asked each candidate to <laughs> yeah. give the one word that they would use to describe themselves, yep. and that was and I you think, have to ask hilarious. yourself what you're really going for, right? I mean, he. Yeah. <clears throat> His his is based on personality, but it's also based on strategy. He's there to win, to be the president of the United States. We're right. not in that same situation. No. And as you're talking about the story piece, um, I, I found this article, why, do you, why You Need to Still Tell Your Story Without Bragging. And the number one here is great stories make life interesting. Some stories in your background are too interesting to keep to yourself. Is instead of bragging about who you are and what you've done, just tell a story about it. Yeah. Um, make it, make it interesting, include other people, because to me, that's the ultimate in annoying bragging is when it's just all every bit of it. The whole thing is about you. Yeah. And here's going to be the theme that's running through the rest of the show. Nobody really cares unless you're talking to your mom. Nobody really cares about you because what are most people thinking about all the time? Themselves. Themselves. That's it. So whenever you... When you're talking to another person, you know, outside of your, your spouse, your kids, your close network of friends, 
you should really be thinking about what the other person needs to hear right now. Mm -hmm. Or what do they care about hearing? They don't really need to hear about you and they don't really care to hear about you because they're probably trying to answer that question. What is this in it? What's what's in it for me? So that's the first one. Uh, Number two, which we've already addressed already on the show, is being too humble can cost you. If you're not telling your story, it can cost you a promotion. It can cost you uh, a client. It can cost you friends because at the end of the day, people are attracted to interesting people. Yes. And if you keep everything to yourself, you're so introverted. You just don't even really talk that much. That's really going to impact who you become and what you have. Now, the introvert would say, I'm okay with that (laughs) because they're introverted for a reason. They don't want a whole lot of friends. Mm -hmm. But what a wonderful blessing it is to other people by you telling your story. And by the way, bragging doesn't have to be talking about all the great things about you and everything you have. James, I know people that brag about all the bad things that's happened to them because they're the victim. That's That's bragging. That's a great point. When you're always talking to people about how screwed up you are or how, or how much you've screwed up and how many, how many drugs you've done and how many, how many people you've slept with and all these things, all these, all these things that you are not proud of in your life. It depends. You know, if, you're, if this is a profession where you're trying to help people get through those kind of things, that's different, right? If you're given a testimony in church, that's different. But you know the folks, you know them, that spend too much conversation time talking about the bad things they've done, either looking for pity, looking for validation, or looking for um, appreciation that they're now out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, TMI. How many times have you been in a conversation with me? That's just sorry to you, but why are you sharing that with me? Yeah. And a lot of the time they, some people are just complaining how bad their life is. And like you said, almost brag about it. Others like turn it around and and they talk about all the bad stuff that they've been through. And Mm -hmm. then the end of the story is, but I've overcome all of that. Yeah, And you know, some people are very, are very, again, this is where the line is JJ. So I've got, I've got a friend who uh, was a really, really severe alcoholic and about and seven years ago now thereabouts he stopped drinking and he will post on facebook once every six to 12 months how many days he's been sober and it's it's a big deal to him this changed his life it Mm -hmm. it saved him from i mean it it, at one point cost him his job uh cost him relationships and he has turned it around and I think he puts it up there for a couple of reasons. First of all, because he wants other people in his situation to know that it is possible mm-hmm. to turn your life around. But second of all, it's something that, I mean, he needs that affirmation to keep him going because he still wants to pick up that that drink every yep. time he sees it. That's powerful. That, that was actually, I think, tied into this third piece on why you need to still tell your story mm-hmm. is your stories reveal the true you. Yeah. And when, when you share stories about your accomplishments, we reveal our true selves. I, I can't say this too many times, I think. It's all on how you're presenting it. Yeah. Because is this the humble brag where when you, when you are adding the context of, yeah, but I'm not proud of this. And, the only, and, and I've gone to the extent of I'm actually explaining why I'm sharing certain things with people. Yeah. And one of my key phrases maybe I use it too much, is I will say to someone, I'm not saying this to impress you. 
I'm saying it to impress upon you how important it is for you to do X, Y, and Z. So yeah. I actually go out of my way to say, I'm really honestly not trying to impress you. I'm trying to teach you a lesson. I'm trying to help you here. And you have to put it in context with the person that you're talking to. So if the person that says something like that is someone who otherwise is constantly bragging, they're probably full of BS. <laughs> but if it's somebody like my friend I was just talking about who who posts about his sobriety, this guy never brags about anything ever. Like this mm -hmm. is the one thing that you hear from him. I mean, and it's 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 genuine. And you have to ask, I know we're, we're, we're head up against a hard break right now, but what is really driving someone to, to your friend's story, it's it's a good example, but we have the bad examples. What's really, really driving someone to talk that much about themselves? Mm -hmm. I actually start to have pity for that person, for how much pain they're in. Oh, I agree. On how bad they're hurting to have to sit there and talk so much about themselves that they literally can't get out of their own way long enough to ask me a question as simple as, so how are you and how's your day? And and to me, that is the ultimate point of view that we need to take in this. We're getting ready to head out. Don't go away. You're listening to The Great People Show. The Great People Show. We'll be right back. Now back to The Great People Show live. We were just talking during the break on the tales of uh, the example of, of Trump because he is a financially successful guy. I don't want to get into that. Please, let's not. But where's the tax returns? Nothing is exact. Nothing <laughs> is more irritating. Like I am irritated by people that brag, but nothing is more irritated. Or, nothing is more irritating than when people brag and they actually have all this to brag about. Yeah. Like they have the accomplishments and the money and the success that to me that just gets even deeper under my skin because it's like, isn't having it enough for you that you've, that, uh, I can dismiss someone that's talking trash mm -hmm. about things that they really don't have. I, I can get over that. I, it's hard for me to get over someone that has achieved something or whatever they're bragging about and can't stop talking about it. Yeah. And, and you just wonder, and you wonder with someone like, like, like the president, like Trump, I mean, he's been bragging like that, like I said earlier, since, since the, since the eighties and probably before that. And I mean, the man has skyscrapers all <laughs> over the place with his name on them. Oh, like, come on, James. His like, dad gave it to him. Quit. Yeah. Like, we know. And so why, the, the question with Trump, and, and I don't know if you could ever get an honest answer to this question, is, is it calculated with him or is it just the way that he It's is? in his nature. It's absolutely in his nature. Just like, I'm thinking of one person <clears throat> very specifically in the last week that I had a conversation with that was pretty much a catalyst for this. Mm. It's totally in his nature to have to go out of his way to talk about something that he's done in order for that to happen. This is what I did. Like it's, it's clear as day. So, so let's cover two things before we get to what you can do different. The first one is how are, how are you sure that someone's really bragging? Because sometimes I think we can misidentify bragging. Maybe we're too insecure. Maybe you're too insecure mm -hmm. that when someone is just talking about something they've done, you take it the wrong way. Like maybe if you already hate Trump, no matter what he talks about, you're going to continue to hate it. Yeah. Just we have people in our life that we just almost set ourselves up for failure with that person because we have some judge, we have some judgment about them. Yes. 
So number one, are the facts repeated frequently? If someone has to keep covering ground over and over and over, clearly they're, it's, it's still, they're still fishing in the same pond, right? They're not getting the validation. So that's, a, that's an indication that someone's bragging. Um, does someone have the need to, to really get the importance of what they're telling you? Almost to the point where they're saying, do you see how important that is? Mm. Like they're, they're literally digging out the importance to make them look good and feel good. Mm-hmm. And how much energy do they have? I, I think the more energy someone has when they're talking about these things, the more they're just bragging about it. Okay, so here's the contradiction of that. When someone's telling a story and they're almost like kind of mumbling to themselves, yeah, and then, you know, I get, then I got that award. <laughs> and then they're like, they want to change the subject, right? Low energy storytelling can, can oftentimes be people that don't really, they have to cover it, but they don't really want the notoriety and the significance. But someone's like, but it's all jacked up over it. They're like, look at me. Yeah, and a lot of people, some of the low-key people I find are fishing for compliments. Mm-hmm. So a lot of bragging, I mean, that that's what we're doing, right? We're, we're fishing because we want to hear, we want to hear the other person react and, and give us a compliment. Yep. They're li- and, and, and if they're lying, they're really trying to impress people. Yeah. So let's talk about this humble bragging thing just for a minute, James. Yeah. I actually found an official definition of humble bragging. Making an ostensibly modest or self-deprecating statement with the actual intention of drawing attention to something of which one is proud. And I thought of a couple words that describe that. False modesty. False it's having modesty. false modesty. And I love it. There's a, isn't there a term when you have two words next to each other that kind of meet, that they're almost the opposite of each other? Well, oxymoron. Uh, oxym- is that an oxymoron? Yeah, or a paradoxical. So oxymoron more on paradox how would that work so fault so it's false modesty they're they're trying really hard to be modest but they just literally can't help themselves which gets back to your original your other question is is it calculated i think most people it's just their nature they they, some people try to be calculated about it but it's so much in their nature to brag they just screw it up so it comes out as a humble brag i agree and i think i think that the other way it can come out is or, or the way that people think about it is they they are self-conscious about bragging. They mm-hmm. don't want people to think that they're bragging. So they will say something like, I tell you what, JJ, I was incredibly just humbled yep. to win best person in the universe award <laughs> last month, which I can actually way, see you get that award. I don't know if you've applied for it yet. You've been very humble about the award that you won. Uh, just yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Oh, okay. Um, see, look the at whole you. Thing. Yeah. Look at you. Um, it's because I didn't get the one that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> funding funding father of the year sounds like a pretty big deal if to me. I would me. have gotten the award that I wanted, I might have actually been talking a little bit more about it. Well, but, you yeah. still raised a bunch of money so for father. It was, Way it to was go. great. So from psychology today, five ways to deal with someone who never stops bragging. I love this list. I've already started <laughs> to calculate when I can start using this with certain people in my life. I'm, I'm ready to roll. Number one. Make the bragger know your type. Ask to switch the subject or just go ahead and switch it. So right in the middle of them going, oh, it's like, you know what I was thinking about the other day? And just literally just changes, just shut them down. Just throw water on the on the fire. Just get them out of the situation. Uh, this sounds so uncomfortable. I, uh, you know, to be in that situation. Have you ever done this before? No, no. I haven't either. I mean, I, I, I let, I just let people, um, I, I just let them get the steam out yeah just let it blow off there and some people 
Now, I've actually tried to get out of a conversation, which is actually, shoot, that was the last one. That was, that was number five. Number five is walk away and let it go. Like, you know, I actually, I got to get to it. I got to get to this phone call, like literally disconnect from the, from the conversation. That's probably what I usually do. Yeah. That's the easiest thing to do. I agree. But, but number one, that's, that's awesome. I'm going to use that. So, um, here's another one that is called, um, in, in the worlds of influence, uh, pace and redirect. Okay. Okay. So keep in mind pace and redirect. All right. Boast a little about yourself, then self-correct. Okay. So someone's boasting about something and say, you know, and then say, say something about yourself of significance and then say, you know, actually I shouldn't boast about that. That's probably not even an avenue we want to go down. So let's just talk about something else. So you actually model for them. You demo for them what it's like to boast and then say, you know, I shouldn't be talking about that. We shouldn't be boasting about ourselves <laughs> and send the signal. Now, whether that signal gets through or not, who knows? I'm, I'm saying probably not. Because they're not, they're not going to get the fact that they were even boasting to begin with. Probably not, but that is a lot more subtle than number one, where you're basically telling the person that, you know, they're full of it and asking to switch the subject. Well, you know, in an indirect way. Yeah. Um, I like this one. Number three, share a quick story about another person bragging. <laughs> Again. That's great. Get, get them the hint. Yeah. They may not take the hint, yeah. but it's a good way to get them to take the hint. I think number two and number three is just another version of toying with people. I'm it not, really and is. I'm not, I'm not against either one of these. By the way, I'm, I'm perfectly supportive of toying with people that brag too much. Yep. Um, gosh, isn't that horrible to say? Number four. Now, this, I, I, to me, this is the hardest one of them all. Is communicate your subjective truth. Choose wisely with whom you wish to be open, but remain sincere always. Is Sorry, to so- have a direct conversation with someone about, you know, you, you talk a, a lot about your accomplishments with, with that. You know, literally just, and I think you could do this with a certain friend of, man, you brag too much. You talk too much trash. I think, yeah. I mean, you got to be careful with that. Yeah, you do. You have, you have to know to that person, that. I think. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah, it just depends on how you want to, how you no, want to I mean, if it. you're, if it's a close friend, God forbid a spouse. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say none of these techniques apply to your significant other. No, they probably shouldn't. James, what do you do when you're married to someone that brags too much? I wouldn't know. Wouldn't you say... This is me leading the witness, obviously. Just wouldn't you say? Of course you would say it. What would you say? Well, here, I'll just lay it out there. Don't you think in a in a male-female relationship, it's going to be more the man that brags than the woman? I, I think most of the time, yes. Then why is it when I see women together, they're almost always bragging with each other. But when I see like two you know guys together, I don't really see it that often. I don't know. I see it it all. Women, oh man, when I see women, it's like, oh, you know, I got these shoes and I bought this dress and I get, like, I see women brag about when they get a compliment on a dress, how cheap they pay. Oh, I only paid 25 bucks for this. But aren't they bragging? Or are they afraid of being too, uh, getting too many compliments? I mean, what is that? This, this whole question could get us both into a lot of trouble. There's not a, there's not a woman within what, what, what would you say, Astro? 300 yards of this building no, that we're not. aware of, and yet we're talking like we know? Yeah. No, I don't know at all. How and, crazy am I right now? <laughs> and I'm honestly married to someone who is is truly one of the most humble people that I've I've met. I So she never brags. So I just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, when we come back, we are going to talk about what you can do to make sure that you are not bragging you're not even in a situation to brag how to get that radar on and make sure that you don't end up being that person 
Don't mm-hmm. go away. You're listening to The Great People Show. The Great People Show will be right back. Now back to The Great People Show. So how do we make sure that we don't brag? That, to me, this first let's analyze others. Then I think you can bring this one back on yourself. Yeah. And, and this will almost curse some of your relationships once you do this. The next conversation you start to get in with somebody, whether it be a spouse, family, it, it's even more so whenever you start to really listen to family members, social gatherings, anything at work, identify how many times the other person asks a question compared to every time they speak, they're always speaking from first person perspective when they're saying, well, I, 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 and me, me, me. There are some people in this world, James, they have trouble talking about themselves. You won't even hear them say, I, I, they're always asking a question. It's like, no matter where you volley the ball in the conversation, they're going to hit it right back to you mm-hmm. and literally say, well, enough about, enough about you. Let's talk more about you. And then you've got some people that literally, as soon as you volley the ball, they take it and you're never going to get it back. They're always responding with themselves compared to always responding with question. I personally like to find a healthy balance. Mm-hmm. I, I will talk a little bit about my point of view, my perspective and then I will follow that up with, well, what do you think about this? Yeah. Because if you don't have that kind of balance, um, I, by the way, I perfectly am fine with asking a ton of questions and never talking about myself. And as we explored earlier, sometimes that's not always going to be in your best interest right. because you have to um, you have to tell your story some more. But certainly the other extreme of that where you're, you're never asking the other person a question, you're always talking about yourself, that's a bad situation to be in, man. Definitely. That's a really bad situation. So... When you start, ident- so I actually had a client one time and we were just, I don't know how we got into this conversation, but he was heading off to his wife's family in Ohio. And we were just talking about this and I, I, I almost shared the same thing. I was like, well, you ought to just pay attention to this. And he, he, he called me up when he got back. He's dude, I'm never going to be able to hang out with my family like that again. Everybody talks about themselves. I never realized it until you brought that up. Everyone is always talking about themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think when you get to these situations with friends and family and you haven't seen each other for a while and you're trying to catch up, people natively start just talking about all the things they've accomplished since then. And it just sucks. I think that kind of sucks, man. I think, I mean, I just, I just don't like it. So don't let yourself get in that situation where you're not actually engaging in real conversation with someone. So that that's the first thing to do. And the and just to add real quick, the the I and me thing, this isn't just in verbal communication. Good so point. I'm very intentional. This is a major pet peeve with me in emails. I'm very intentional in the emails that I write, especially I'm in sales, so most of the emails that I write are to my clients. Mm-hmm. And I always reread my emails before I send them to make sure that even though I'm trying to help idea. my client, I'm not actually just writing the email about me. And if there are a, if you read an email that you're about to send out, folks, and there are a million eyes, I this, mm-hmm. I that, I I I, um, you probably need to rewrite it yep. to actually direct it toward the person you're writing to, straight up directing it about yourself. And I, in general, and I, and I've noticed I'm having to more because I'm old now mm-hmm. and getting old is I have to reread my emails to make sure they actually make sense. <laughs> yeah. It's not even just from yeah. a, a, a grammar and a spelling perspective. But to your point, I think it's a great way to make sure you're not 
too focused in on yourself. So the next one, which we've, we've covered, but I don't think we've said it enough. Nobody, just realize that nobody really cares. Nobody really cares about your accomplishments. Unless you're talking to your mom, Say some nobody, people care. Uh, oh, come on. I don't know. Oh, nobody really me. cares. They're too busy thinking about themselves, okay? So when you truly put yourself in the other person's shoes, you don't want to hear yourself either. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it is. So another thing to do here is to talk about and share stories about the journey and not the results. People will get more out of what you want them to know by how you got there, the obstacles that you've ever come, especially if you've screwed it up and something went wrong. And then finishing or, or emphasizing the point, I worked really hard to get where I'm at. And remember, no one really cares what you accomplished, but people <laughs> will care about how you did what you did. Yeah. And why will they care? Because they're interested possibly in doing it themselves. I was going to say, they want to steal it. I don't mean they, that in a bad way. They want to be, it's this inspiration thing, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you lead by inspiration by sharing examples of what you did, where it went wrong and where it went right. Because I think that's the greatest legacy that we could leave somebody is helping them see the path before they go down the path. Because people are looking for encouragement. People are looking for inspiration. People are looking for security. Mm -hmm. They want to know that other people have kind of cut that path for them. If the only thing you're doing is talking about how freaking amazing you are, that doesn't do anything for anybody. No. Like one of the things that we go out of our way on the show is to not interview ultra successful people. I'm sorry, I don't care what they have. I don't care what they do. I'm more interested to talk to someone that's on the journey right now. That's why we're speaking to you, because we are talking to you while you're on this journey to help get that next step and make sure that you're not falling into a trap. Like, you get enough people together, you're going to see all those traps. You're going to, you're going to find these things out. Um, no, another big piece of this is to never put someone else down in order to prop yourself up. If you're... If you're bragging on the shoulders of other people, I don't care how bad of a person that other person was or or what, is don't put them down. Don't throw them under the bus. Yeah, there, there are definitely people out there, and it's usually insecure people, that if, if you and I are having a conversation and you say to me, hey, did you see how great John did at, at whatever the other yeah. week? And then the response is, yeah, you know, I don't really care for John, though. He and, 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 Yeah, and you again, throw you, that in there. Yeah. You, where I see it most are people talking about their ex- ex-wives and mm -hmm. ex-husbands mm -hmm. um god forbid i ever get divorced i'm not planning on it and I, uh, it'll never happen but um one thing that i've learned from folks that have gone through divorce well they say is i will i will never put her down because she's still the mother of my children yeah that's the example that i'm setting and it's just it's the right i don't care what's bad thing somebody's done to you if you're having to beat someone down in order to build yourself up you're in a really bad situation internally Yep, folks, internally. Um, thank the Academy. Be be gracious to people that have helped you on this journey because I don't care what someone's bragging about. You didn't do it on your own. No. Talk about how other people have helped you in this kind of journey. One of my favorite principles from Dale Carnegie is appeal to the nobler motive. Why are you really sharing this right now? I'm usually very self-aware, so when I'm about ready to share something with someone, I quickly ask myself, why am I even talking about this? What mm -hmm. value does this have to this person? And I can't just share a story for story's sake. I need to make sure that I'm clearly getting them to see the value in it. And that's where I get back into the, I'm not saying this to impress you. I'm saying this to impress upon you. You have to, you have to give them the, the, the take home pay in something. Mm -hmm. 
you can't just assume because you're talking about all these great things you've done that someone's going to get value out of that because guess what? They don't care. They're thinking about themselves. Um, stick to the facts. Don't embellish it. God, we, we need to have a whole show on embellishment. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. my Lord. I, yeah. that, that whole just like, it's one thing to, to brag folks. It's a whole other thing to take it to the, to the 10th floor of bragging. Um, it was funny. I, he wouldn't mind me sharing. I'm not going to say his name. We had a luncheon at one of the groups that I'm in and the governor spoke and there was a, a small little email chain. And one of the guys in the email chain who was going to sit at the table with the governor <laughs> said, Oh, that's cool. Actually, my company designed the, the governor's pin that you wear on the lapel. And I couldn't help but to pick on him and reply. Oh yeah. Well, I once walked on the moon. There's this competition that goes on with people sometimes in our words and our emails. Of course, I'm jabbing him the whole time. Of course. I, I'm doing this on purpose. But but let's 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 sort of talk about that in two ways real quick. So there's embellishment, which is where, you know, again, you're not sticking to the facts. You are now bragging about things that never happened. Um, exactly. That's the embellishment. And, and then there are people who are just serial storytellers, <laughs> uh, story toppers. So we all know this guy or this girl where whatever story you say, as soon as you are done telling it, they say something in their own life that tops what you just said. Now, sometimes it's fact, sometimes it's embellishment, but don't be that guy. And and this is something, again, we've got to be intentional about because mm-hmm. it is a little bit of human nature. Uh, don't be that guy that's constantly topping whatever story you just heard. Yep. Uh, story toppers are, are drive me crazy. And that is where a really bad volley is going to take place. Yeah. If you feed into the bragger. Yeah. If you let this, because I could easily let my frustration with a bragger get the best of me and come back and say, oh yeah, well, you know what I did last weekend? I walked on the moon, mm. beat that buddy, right? That's this, this nasty competition. I think that's where a lot of friends fall apart is because they try to keep up with each other in their, in their crazy stories. Keeping up with the Joneses. We do it. We do it with material possessions, mm-hmm. and we do it with stories about cars, fashion. Yeah, we do it with everything, and we do it with just verbally bragging about yep, things. Yep. Um, the last element of this, and I cannot emphasize this enough: try hard to ask questions and not talk about yourself. If you don't want to fall into the trap of even smelling like a bragger, hinting to be a bragger, is just focus on the other person. There certainly are going to be moments where you need to talk about yourself, to to sell your story, tell your story, whatever you need to do. I will tell you, most people, most people listening to this show, if you work really, really, really hard just to ask questions and not talk about yourself, at the end of the day, you'll probably naturally talk about yourself enough where it'll be just about perfect. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anybody listening is going to go to such an extreme that you're going to f- fall into the other trap and not talking enough about yourself. I think most of us are wired to talk too much about ourselves. And why do we talk about ourselves? First of all, you're the absolute expert. Nobody knows more about you than you. <laughs> yeah. It is completely in your comfort zone to do it. So what we're asking you to do is you've got to get out of your comfort zone. Stop talking so much about yourself and truly pay attention to the other people. And if and if you need to do this anywhere in your life, if you're married, it's your spouse. If you're a parent, it's your kids. That's where you need to start. 
because you're modeling this behavior for the next generation. Couldn't Drop agree. Mike. Couldn't agree more. Boom. Let's just end the show right now. We're, we're, we're just about out of time. So we want to thank you all for, for being here. Today's topic was about bragging. Uh, every week we come to you with a different topic that is literally going to meet you on the ground floor of life. It's going to be something that is going to get in your way today. And what is it getting in your way of? Well, you may think it's getting in your way of more money, better job, nicer car, bigger house. But what is really getting in the way of the next level of this is having the best relationships you can with other people. But what it's really, 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 really getting in the way of is what your purpose here is on this world. I saw one of the funniest memes. It says, life is short. So don't um, so make sure that you make the most of it by arguing with strangers on on Facebook. <laughs> How we spend so yeah. much of our time in useless minutia. Yeah. And part of this useless minutia is trying to keep up with other people. Folks, stop trying to keep up with your with with other people. Just make sure that you're keeping up with you. Yeah. And if you do that, everything else is going to fall into place a lot more than if you're constantly finding ways to prop yourself up. Mm-hmm. with yourself prop so, other people up you prop other people up it will pay itself back to you tenfold so if you're going to be a serial something be either captain crunch or be a serial great person <laughs> i don't know how funny that was so we'll see you next week folks see ya Thanks for joining us. Tune in to The Great People Show again next week, Thursdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Some superhero.